you're going to hold still and be quiet. Thank you. This week on the Media Virus Podcast, we ask Doc if it's important when a woman buys a vehicle to finger bang yourself in it first. Stanley McFadden helps us understand the different levels of discrimination experienced by LBTQ plus people of color. The world's longest word takes three and a half hours to pronounce to Kate, so naturally, Maddie wants to talk about it on the show. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word, butt crack. Featuring the diversity duo Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdeath. So anyway. Jesus Christ. Hot damn, do we have a show for you fucking people this week. I am Maddie Rockdeath. This is the Media Virus Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow. Um... I uh, really um, ran, I hit a wall. I don't know. Uh, let me introduce our executive producer, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris. Good evening, everybody. How's it going, Mike? Oh, it is going. It's been a, a absolutely fantastic week in the real world, so I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you've uh, you've been a busy boy. Were yeah. you part of that... Uh, Peroxide fire? No, but I spent my day monitoring all of that and trying to get my guys that actually had to be on the road going places around it. it. Yeah. So I, I, I was busy with that. Um, actually, last week when we left the show, um, a piece of equipment that uh, we provide to the, contracting pu- the contractors out there that are working on the road was hit, and I had to go and deal with that for a couple of hours after we, we wrapped uh, last week. So I had one truck hit on the Delaware Memorial Bridge, and then um, on Monday, we went back out to, to set a lane out, and we found out that one of our three trucks that were out, one of our tr- three trucks that were out on the Delaware Memorial Bridge had just been stolen. <laughs> so, like, just before we got there, somebody crashed a car into a lane that was already closed, ran and got into one of these crash trucks and start, tried to drive away and couldn't get it started that was belonged to another company, hopped out, ran over to ours, and, like, our crash trucks never start when they're supposed to. Like, the bat- people leave the keys on, the batteries are dead, something's wrong. So, naturally, when this guy jumps in it to steal it, fires up first time, off he goes. And they found that in Newark, and I've been fighting to try and get that back, and hopefully... Uh, now, as, just to clarify, Newark, New Jersey. Yes, Newark, not Newark, not but Newark. Newark, New Jersey. Spelled the same. Yeah, and um, so we, we located the truck there, and I've been fighting with a tow company and New Jersey State Police to try and get it released back to us, and uh, we ended up having to have it towed down Um for a couple of reasons, and hopefully, as we come to our air tonight, uh, I've got a guy who's signing off on receiving it, so that we can go over it and put it back in service. 
Wow. What's uh what you drinking tonight, Mike? Tea. Tea. Yeah, I'm I'm iced tea all the way, man. I I have been drier than a nun's panties for for weeks. Wow. When uh, we were auditioning new drummers back in the media virus days, and we we interviewed the the drummer that lasted the longest, uh, we said, "Dude, if we can get this guy to stick with us, we will be tighter than a nun twat." That <laughs> was. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking, well, no, that's not that's really <laughs> that's, that's classless. Wait, the lovely doctor. <laughs> The lovely and talented doctor. I can go. Please I just don't. want you to know, know it's that. it's one click, one click of the mouse, man. Well, really, uh, two because you click leave, and then it says, "Are you sure you want to leave?" And, and you, then I'll be like, sure, "Yes, though. yes, I'm quite sure." <laughs> I mean, to look to, to be fair, I stopped. My, I was looking for a segue. <laughs> I st- just you know, just looking for the just. Looking for the transition. Oh, That's all. Oh, That's no, all. I know how you really feel. Cool. Thanks. What you What you drinking there, Doc? Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, oh, nothing, because it's everywhere now. See what you did to me. Ah, oh, I am wearing uh, a Lille mm. and club soda with orange, and uh, it's very refreshing on my what, pants. What is Lille? Lille. It is a, a sort of a sweet. Orangey flavored wine. Will you please excuse me while I hunt down some paper? Towels? Yeah, we will absolutely excuse you. Take Carry your time. on, gentlemen. In, I'll be right back. In fact, okay. I'm just going. I'm going to tease the fact that we're going to come back shortly and do our top three stories uh, that we discussed. That'll be in just a few minutes. You can give us a call here in the Media Virus Podcast at six four six virus zero one. That's six four six virus zero one, and we'll be right back. Send help. And that's probably pertinent. And we're back here on the Media Virus Podcast with Matty Rockdeff and the recently doused doctor. See, he accused me of being drier than a nun's panties, and now I'm quite wet. No, 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 no. I did not. That's... Oh, if you <laughs> thought that I was going there, uh, please. I didn't mean I also, to I also just... I also just gave Mike the gift of my voice saying, I'm quite wet. <laughs> yes. So you're welcome. We, have, we do have that now. Yes, so. Now we have that. Um, what did we, what was the, oh yeah, that, that woman, uh, was that Minnesota? Uh, I want to say Minnesota. Let's take a look here. I feel like there's been a lot of weird shit out of Minnesota lately. My dad's from Minnesota. And he like he'd be like you know men were men were men, and because like he's still like in the forties they still used like pen and quill like you know uh, quill and ink like he had to dunk, he had to like dunk the ink wells yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had to fill your your fountain pen up so yeah, it, she, and use outhouses he had to use corn a corn cob <laughs> uh, when he went to the outhouse because they didn't have toilet paper sometimes he'd get lucky and the sears catalog would come yeah and uh but you know this this woman um on may 19th responding to multiple 9-11 calls about a naked woman walking around and jumping in and out of vehicles at a car dealership 
Minnesota cops discovered a nude 35-year-old suspect pleasuring herself while splayed across the floor of a pickup truck. Of a pickup truck? See, okay, this is a woman who can be picked up with the line, where are you going? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, if I'm going to jump in and out of cars at a dealership and pleasure myself, it's going to be like Maserati, well, minimum. Well, that's why I, I, I wrote the top three the way that I did. You know, I've never, I've never actually bought a car, you know, having my own vagina. So I, I didn't know if it was like important for a woman to pleasure herself in the car before she bought it. So doc, can you, can you enlighten us here? I mean, like, is it a stick shift? That's an important question. I I mean, those are things that I think about, but I mean, well, me too, but probably for different reasons. Probably. You need to know the masturbatorial capabilities of the the vehicle you're buying. I don't know if you, it is, it is, it, listen, it's it's hard one to 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 drive while masturbating. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not. It's you got to keep your focus. You don't have okay? enough hands. So you might want to pull over. You might want to lay down. She there. You know. You got to know what what you what you can get. You know. She's accomplished. Well, also, She's, I mean, like, is she a thrasher? Or I mean, is she a, like you know that that's also a really important question. Like, do you have room to to do the kind of movement that you need to do? Or you know. <laughs> But I would think I would think a pickup would probably have. So to let you know, upon it's got, like, approaching, seats. upon a, <laughs> when cops arrived on the scene in Mankato, yeah, Mankato, a city eighty miles from Minneapolis, the Pontiac was found running with its driver's door open. The vehicle was empty. Nearby, officers spotted a Chevrolet Silverado with its rear driver's side door open. Saw a crew cab Chevy pickup with the back door open. And they also noticed feet sticking out of the door. Upon approaching the SUV, a patrolman spotted Jennifer Dort Weber, 35, lying across the floor of the second row. The naked Weber was on her back, feet in the air, digitally penetrating herself. All right, fair. Okay, I'm really curious. Why is that a hyperlink? (laughs) Why is that a what? A A link. Why is that a link? What does that link do? Let's follow this link and see where that goes. Let us do that. Uh, apparently, oh, it's the statement of probable cause. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. They were just quoting well, the yeah, statement. Yeah, okay, so that they're just citing their sources. Citing their sources. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that is I, a roomy automobile. Yeah, that's that's an important consideration. I mean, we're talking about a truck. We're, we're not talking like, you know, it, there's. When they said you know, he was mas- she was masturbating in a truck, I thought it was the bed, of course. Like, just yeah. no, no, no. She was in the back seat of a crew cab. Okay. Yeah, but that's she, there's some room in there. So I have to tell you, my last three cars, like two cars ago, I had a Miata, which has no back seat whatsoever. This does not have one, right? It's a coupe. And then the next car that I had was a BMW 325Ci convertible, um, which had a back seat but it was sort of a back seat in name only like i mean i never used it obviously because it was my so car. Wait, you couldn't get you could you couldn't get back there and masturbate then well it would have been it would have been difficult the only people who ever rode in that back seat were were small people like children right and my current car my buick cascada actually has a back seat like it's a nice roomy back seat that a you person fit, you masturbate back there regularly <laughs> okay 
No, I don't. Because, you know, like I have a house. I have a fucking house. I own a house with multiple rooms in it and a bed. And it's quite comfortable. So I don't see any reason to masturbate in my car. No, because you, you spend most of your time masturbating in your comfortable, comfortable bed. Uh, and that can be found on your OnlyFans. You can find that at... <laughs> Uh, the doc at onlyfans.com. The lovely and talented doctor. That's at right. Onlyfans.com. Oh, oh, good. Good catch, Professor. Officer Wood attempted to find clothes for Weber in her vehicle. Officer, Officer. Wood could not find any pants or underwear in her vehicle. Officer, Officer Wood, Wood she let him. <laughs> observed a mental. A mental spoon? I think they mean a metal spoon. Probably a metal spoon. Gotta Uh, be. Yeah, autocorrect. That appeared to be drug paraphernalia. Officer Wood also observed a crystal substance that later NIC tested positive for methamphetamine. The hell you say. Do you think if the officer would have just started banging her, she'd have objected? Probably not. No, she was high on meth. Exactly. Okay, well, that's, that's a fascinating story. I believe Suspect we have, we have never a, stopped pleasuring herself. <laughs> I believe we have a story on a similar theme. Do we not? Do we get that link by chance? That's in the next block, but yes, I do have it. Okay. All right. We were commenting before the show. There's a there's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of masturbation, masturbation in today's episode. Now I don't just that, but it's they're women. You know what I mean? You know what? Like sisters you, are doing it for themselves. No, but you, I mean you expect. Listen. Everyone's walked into the fucking uh, the McDonald's under the L in in fucking uh, Fishtown and walked in on a homeless guy masturbating. It's happened to everybody. Okay, sometimes you help them out. Sometimes you turn around and leave. Mm. But but you've all seen we've all seen it. No, you expect you expect to see dudes jerking off. Your nose we itch, man. Though. Here, I got it. <laughs> What's that? Your nose itch, man. Here, I got it for you. Go ahead. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not an experience. I have had many experiences in my life, and that is not one of them. Well, no, because you walked into the ladies' room. Uh, yeah, still never, never encountered anyone masturbating. No, right, in a- because. I'm sure you've encountered people masturbating. You just don't know it. That I'm aware of, yeah. Right. Yeah. But sometimes you're cranking one out in the stall. Somebody walks in. You, you continue, but you don't make a big fucking deal out of it. You know? You know, also not a thing I do because I have a house and a bed with doors to lock. What, yeah, but what if you didn't get a chance to jerk off at home? Got to crank out a quick one. You just, you know, whatever. You read some fucking <laughs> Danielle Steele book or something. Oh, no, I don't read Daniel Steele. No. no, I truly don't. Maddie does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. So, Sorry to disappoint you. So I had hoped to ask uh, Stanley about this, but uh, he seems to be sleeping through the show tonight. Mm. He's probably been with the ladies. Apparently... While race and gender remain prime targets for bias, people of color who are also gay, lesbian, or bisexual say that sexual orientation is the biggest driver of discrimination that they face in the workplace. And this is according to a new study shared exclusively with USA Today. So that makes sense. 
You think? Yeah. So yeah, and I'll tell you why. When because you discriminate against people of color, you 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 try to base it on their sexual orientation? No, oh, okay. because um discrimination on the basis of color, creed, blah 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 is against the law and discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation in most states is so you can fire somebody because they're gay, because they're bi, because they're whatever, and face no consequences. And also, I think that um, sexual orientation and gender identity are much more recent news items. So, like, people have been fighting for equality on the basis of race for a long time, and that's been in the public eye for a long time. But discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation is comparatively recent or more recent anyway. So um, I think that's just something people are still getting used to. Apparently race. So you don't think it's the, you you don't think it's the fact that like most people don't even look at race anymore. No, I don't think so. You don't, you, you think it's because it's been done legislatively. Thank God for our government overlords for making these fucking rules. Cause this wouldn't have happened without them. How do you feel about that, Maddie? I'm just no. I'm asking. I mean, no, 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 no. That's not you're 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 no. You're not twisting what I'm saying, but you're you're glossing over. So the legislation came to pass as a result of cultural movements, right? People stood up and said, "You can't discriminate against us on the basis of race," and the government was like, "Oh, okay, all right. Well, I guess." But that has been happening for much longer than than LGBTQ people have been fighting for their recognition and equality. So it's a newer fight, and therefore I think fewer people are in tune with it. Okay. Well, what if somebody's, what if some dude's a pedophile? Would, would someone, would, they, would the company they work for be allowed to fire them for that? God, I hope so. They should go to jail. So... And it was a very extreme, extreme example, but it's his his personal life that the company doesn't agree with. Right? Okay, right. But pedophilia is not the same thing as two consenting adults doing what they want or a person's gender identity. They're not the same thing at all. No, no, no. But it's their personal life. Yeah, no. Like because it, it it affects another person. Right. So, it, uh, like, they should be able to fire a murderer. Sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Yes. Just... Just based on optics and and as a as a high to mid mid to high level manager myself, uh, I'm gonna run like hell from anybody that that's gonna sully a reputation. Does that include somebody who is transgender or or queer or? No, no, no. I'm talking about if you're if you're uh, you know victimizing children or murdering or I'm going to run like hell from that. (laughs) Right. But the point is, is if you're really good at what you fucking do, uh, you don't bring your personal life to work. Uh -uh. Well, yeah. I mean, in my, in my opinion, killing hookers, nobody at fucking work has to know that. I I, I don't condone the killing of hookers. I don't condone, uh, you know, child abuse or any of that. However, I, I agree with the statement that you made, Matt, if you're good at what you do and you don't bring your personal shit to work, there's no reason I should ever know about it. Right. I don't care. Right. But if you do learn about it. Oh, I'm running like hell. Somebody has an eight year old chained up in their basement. You're done. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, sorry. Guy. Even if she's 12, you done. You know, 
This took dark turn uh, quick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least we're all all agreed. Okay, so moving right along. Moving right along. We have uh, Matt's story of the week. World's longest word takes three and a half hours to pronounce. How could I not? Okay. Why don't you go ahead with this one, Doc? <laughs> it's your smallest Sorry, there's, there's an enormous ant crawling back. All right. There's a lot of L's and Y's. The issue is that I'm old. Oh, there's a lot of L's and Y's in this word. Let's see. in their in their number. That sounds ridiculous. 
So can I tell an, an ordering Indian food story? Would now be an okay time? To yeah, do that? yeah, it's great. Okay, so, all right. So just, you know, the TLDR of this is don't ever use Grubhub, right? So I was like, hey, so I said to my significant other, um, I, who rarely likes to order out, I was like, hey, let's get Indian food. And he said, okay. And I was like, okay. And I pulled out my phone and I looked up the local Indian place. It was like, there was a menu online. And I'm like, tap, tap. Yeah, this is what I want. Okay, I'll go pick it up. Fine, right? And then I called because I had something to add or I had a question or whatever. And I said, oh, I just placed a Grubhub order or whatever. And my significant other said, um, he's like, you used, why did you use Grubhub? You know, that's really expensive. And I said, well, it's, it's, not, it's the same price. I mean, he's, you know, he's like, no, they charge the, the restaurant. I was like, oh, well, I mean, like, I guess it's for delivery or whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, he said, no, no, no. So I went to pick up the food and I said to the woman, um, I said, so does, how big a cut does Grubhub take when I place my order? And she said, 30%. Yeah. 30% Grubhub of my order is an went evil to Grubhub for doing zero things. Yeah. All they did was push an order. Grubhub did nothing. They took my order from their website and they called the restaurant and said, this is what the person wants. Yeah, they don't. And then they got they got ten dollars for that. Yeah, they handle so, the, they handle the process the the card processing and they handle the order taking and that's it. Yeah, they're, if I had just picked evil, up the phone evil and organization, who would have taken my card, it would have been fine. And during the pandemic, Grubhub was also putting businesses on their web on their app and their website without said business's knowledge, and I then heard about. That. And then sending a bill yeah. to said restaurants. That's evil. Yeah. That is seriously yeah, it's evil. bad. So, all right. So, no more Grubhub. None no. for me. Uber, for Uber Eats Nobody is a better it. option. Yeah. So, it's like, if I was going to go get it myself, which I was anyway, I could have just picked up the damn phone and called the place yeah. and said, I would like a garlic naan, please. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Uber I've never it. gotten an accurate order from any of those uh, services. Oh, really? Uber Eats or Dash, is a better Grubhub, option. whatever. It's always fucked up. Always. And especially if, if wherever you go, don't ever do it for Wawa. Jeez. Don't ever do it for Wawa. Don't worry. I mean, the Wawa is like, I can literally walk there from here. But Wawa has a fucking app where you, you can place your fucking order and pay for everything like before you ever get there. And yeah. And you can just pull in the parking lot and they'll bring it the fuck out to you. Yeah, they'll bring it to your parking spot. Yeah, that's fucking dope. That's so, awesome. So we got more voicemail. Well, get it. But it's All right, more voicemail. Oh, we got more. Yes, hi. I have to apologize to my boyfriend called about a pizza. I think he called the wrong number, but we just want our pizza. We really like sausage. So, apparently they really like sausage. Uh, and it, it continues because... Hello, this is Darn Deep again. I am under the observation that I may have dialed the wrong number for my pizza. I am very terribly sorry, but go fuck yourself. Which, to be fair, that's what our outgoing message says. It says you can tell us to go fuck ourselves. Be fair, then. Is this almost over? <laughs> We're getting there. 
Is this the marijuana dispensary? My doctor gave me a script for constipation. He said, shit, or get off the pot. Fuck off. <laughs> I, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go dad joke, that's kind of the way to go. You go off the pot. <laughs> oh my god! At this point, I would like to interject that I am not paid for my appearances on the Media Virus podcast. No, she does this voluntarily. <laughs> she wanted to make that clear. Week after week <laughs> after week. So I, I I think we can probably stop there with our uh, with our voicemail for the week. I've, is, there, I've, is there more though? Oh yeah, I've got uh, at least three more right now. You know what? We wouldn't we wouldn't want to over you know saturate our audience right. with this comedic. Us, you the, may want you may want to save some of those for next week. What's the what's the the best one out of the three? Do you think? Um, hold on. There's two of them that I haven't seen yet. So All right, well, let's look. save those for next week, then. Yeah, let's save them. We're getting a lot. Of, apparently, we, we have a similar uh, similar phone number to both a marijuana dispensary and a pizza but uh, pizza joint. But also, if you think about it, that means that those places have a similar number to each other, and that's convenient. It yes. is. Yes, it is. So. I like that. It's like one-stop shopping. And it's a New York number. So Okay. Right. Where I understand you can get marijuana delivered anyway. Nice. That would be nice. Guys, that reminds me, I needed to tell you I'm moving. To where? Someplace I can get marijuana delivered. Ah. Dude, go to and fucking, pizza. Dude, Massachusetts. Massachusetts is fucking great. Last too cold. So, uh, Maddie tells us that uh, apparently Hunter Biden has has trended with the uh, hashtag racist hunter on uh, on Twitter, and that's not because he goes hunting down racists. Uh, yeah, that's an unfortunate hashtag because that's really what that sounds like. Right. So. Right? I mean, like, it sounds like he's a racist hunter as opposed to a racist, racist hunter. Racist hunter. So apparently he uses the N-word in multiple texts to his lawyer. To his fucking... He wrote it down... Sent it to his fucking lawyer. In his defense, he didn't know his lawyer was such a snitch bitch. <laughs> you know, what you send to your lawyer actually is supposed to be confidential. That's the thing. I yeah, mean, it's a shame. According to uh, according to the Daily Mail, uh, the, apparently Me Sires is the, uh, the attorney's name, is a white guy. Uh, George uh-huh. Me Sires. Uh, and he's uh, sent some screenshots of their of their conversations where oh, images but, but showed that so he's, Biden he's texted. Using the, he's using the uh, not the er. And well, I think if Big using, Daddy were here, well, he would tell you. That's N with three asterisks and an A. Uh-huh. So I think we can all agree what it isn't. Yeah. So they did say that it was an N-word, and I know a lot of N-words. Yeah, like like nitrogen. And nachos. Uh, or, um, let's see. Norton. Norton. This is like, do you remember the Sesame like Jackie Street Gleason, bit yeah. when, when Bert is coming up with L words and he goes, 
la la like Ernie wants him to think like nice things that start with the letter L. Right. And Bert goes la 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 light bulbs. La 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 linoleum. <laughs> Sorta. Um, so I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's see what fits here real quick. Okay. So one of the texts was, "How much money do I owe you?" Because N-word. Norton, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. Well, that works, right? He could be calling him Norton there. How much money do I owe you? Because Norton. Oh, it's back. Norton, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. Yeah, I'd say that that, that fits. How how much do I owe you? Because neighbor, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. Also, also valid. Neighbor. I like neighbor. Yeah. How much money do I owe you? Because... Nitrogen, you better know that one doesn't. That doesn't work. I think no. we're going to go with so neighbor. We can eliminate that one. Okay. All right. But Norton is possible. Neighbor works. So Meesire's replies to him that made me snarf my coffee. And uh, Biden responded, That's what I'm saying, Norton. Or that's what I'm saying, neighbor. Or that's what I'm saying, nitrogen. Oh, he cut, no, but he actually cut off the text. Or okay. Nate, no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> In another exchange, Biden asked me, Cyrus, where do you find unconditional love then, George? And the attorney replies, God loves you unconditionally. Bo loves you unconditionally. Children are too young to understand what it means, but you will show them. There are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies. I don't have many. You, God. Huh? So... OMG, neighbor. Here's more. <laughs> OMG, neighbor. You just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened, and my dead brother's unconditional love is what I should rely on, and my kids aren't children, George. Oh, okay, wait a minute. What about, um, oh my God, ninja? Uh, ninja. 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 That's probably it. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's Ninja. Let, let's try another one. Okay. Uh, the two went on to apparently joke back and forth with Biden texting, my penis as of late has been unconditional, and I only love you because you're black. He, he also, also applied, replied to me, Sires, true dat, Nigeria. Mm. No. True dat, Ninja. That kind of true fit. True dat, Niagara. Well, that rhymes with Viagra, and we are talking about his penis. Right? But like Niagara Falls, but it doesn't fall. True that, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Biden also reportedly saved a meme on his laptop. With the image of a hug between his father and former President Barack Obama, where fictional script shows Joe Biden telling the former president, You my ninja, Barack. Mm Mm-hmm. It all clear. I think this all makes sense. It all tracks. Makes you sense. my nebulous. Barack. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are so much better at this than I am. You would think. I mean, I've been on numerous improv teams. You would think I could come up with something here, but I'm blanking. Donald Trump Jr. retweeted the story with the hashtag along with the message, Hunter Biden used the N-word multiple times in casual conversations, text messages show. Really? That is like the pot calling the kettle a ninja. 
Hey, <laughs> there it is. Once in a while. Hunter Biden used the N word, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, is it tone deaf and a little stupid? Yeah, but I mean, you know. Pro-Trump Republican organizer Scott Pressler tweeted, Joe Biden's son used the N-word multiple times in text messages with his lawyer. I wonder where he learned that. Like father, like son. To He's our, a grown-ass man. He's not eight years old. To our global community and, a, and people of color, we apologize for the first family. A worldwide embarrassment. Racist really? hunter. Really? Really? Yeah, okay. Huh. Oh, no. Wait, Racist Hunter is trending, and I'm not surprised. His dad idolized KKK member Robert Byrd and even spoke at his funeral. He was leader of a hate group that loved using the N-word to insult black people. Huh. Multiple users also accused Twitter of suppressing the search results for the hashtag Racist Hunter posting a parent screenshot showing there were no results for the term. So we can't, like, check this out on our own. No, because it's been whitewashed. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Interesting choice of words You see what I did professor. there? You see what I, like I did that. there? Yeah, that's good. Hunter Biden will never be the editor of Teen Vogue now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he can still be president of the United States. Hunter Biden is a recovering addict. I'm sure he has said things he regrets. He is not president, nor does he work for us. He is a private citizen who is being targeted by pol political operatives. Sick and sad. Hashtag racist hunter is targeting a private citizen at Twitter. True. Huh. Remember when the Remember with the last president, he had a he had a child. It was like ten years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like nine feet tall too. He's like tall, the kid's really tall. Yeah. Well, it's probably not probably not Donnie. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, so he did kind of look like him a little bit. I was gonna say, sadly Remember, for the kid, there, there's yeah. a resemblance there. Dude, everybody fucking thought Donald Trump was awesome fucking 30 years ago. <laughs> and that's, I mean, you think about it, that's... Actually, no, but okay, go on. We know a lot oh. less about him 30 years ago. Also, And that's what no, happens when I you run for public office. 30 years ago. Oh, you did not. I did. I did. You used to, you used to go car shopping and think about Donald Trump. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Our shopping is now <laughs> going to be our though. new euphemism. Yeah, I get. I, 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 I yeah. For I, public I, masturbation. Ew, 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 ew. I'm actually literally sick to my stomach right now. You know that ulcer you're working on, Maddie. Thanks for sharing that because that's my. You know that's my right my here. mission in life is just to share my misery. Yeah. This is why I do the show. <laughs> well done, well done, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. So a columnist was fired for tweeting Harry and Meghan should have named their baby Georgina Floydina. <laughs> Julie Burchill, who, who wrote for the Sunday Telegraph, posted the racist tweet about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's newborn just after her birth was announced. Why is that racist? It's a George Floyd reference. Yeah, I get it. 
But why so not? What, so like, she what? wants them to name their baby Georgina Floydina because the baby's mother is black. So, and she's this is this is a story for. I've Wolf seen pictures of Meghan Markle. We should have the uh, woke on wild. Uh, she is black. She's a black lady. She's just not a very dark black lady. Right. At all. She's not very dark at all. Well, her, her father's a white guy, I believe, and her, her mother's a black lady. Her, her, her mother is uh, unmistakably a, a black lady. Like, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to think too hard about it. You look at her and say, oh, yeah, she's a black lady versus, oh, yeah, she's not a black lady. And, um, you know, she kind of came out somewhere in between, and that's what happens. Uh, Is that what all this fucking shit's been? Like, I've people, I've been hearing, like, all this stuff, like, The View. Um, And what was that guy's name? Pierce, not nah, Pros, no. No. The I, reporter, he's a dickhead. Yeah. Um, Piers Morgan. Pierce Morgan. Ah, that one. What's that? Yeah, that one. Piers Morgan. I said yes, that one. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's racist. Yes. Right. Because Meghan Markle is black. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first thing people think when they look at her. Yeah. That's what sticks in people's heads. Well, in this person's head. No, I think she's a... She's... No matter how you slice it, she's an attractive young lady. But, All right, Professor, I'm going to ask you, as the fat girl on the team, can you scroll away from the picture of tacos? Because <laughs> <laughs> It's the COVID smart answer to food. Yeah. Because I really like tacos. Apparently last year, Megan spoke about George Floyd and other victims of police brutality in a graduation address shortly after the 46-year-old black man's death at the hands of a white police officer, Derek Chauvin, who was later found guilty of murder. Yeah. HuffPo captured So because a person says, hey, it was really wrong to, like, murder this guy in cold blood, now, yeah. Now we have this. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So what else have we got? uh, Her handle. Did you see her handle? I did not. No, it was it? Booze and oh wow! Oh nice! No, that, that's very That's nice. somebody replying to booze and fags. Whoever booze and oh, that's Julie. That's the that's the reporter's handle. Excellent. Wow! Yeah, no, that's the reporter's ha- handle. However, yeah, they so did. There's a bastion Wait, of, of so, journalistic integrity. And there, so, in her defense, time out. She's, he's British. And she's British. With a Z. Fags, a fag in Britain is a little bit different. Oh, that's true. It's if, a cigarette. I was going to say if you still. if you ran out into the living room and asked your significant significant other for a fag he's not going to go find you a gay man he's probably <laughs> going to say you don't smoke connie uh-huh. <laughs> true that's true but still so uh, speaking of tone deaf <laughs> so bartenders they've revealed the stereotypes they assign to popular drink orders and y'all have been called out all right, let's see what we got. So, Tell me what they say about so a gin and tonic. Bartenders are apparently drinkest. Literally the reason this is here. Literally the reason that this fucking article, because I hate BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. is what they say. We're going to go through it. We're going to go through it. But what they say about gin and tonics. Oh, dear. The only reason it's here. Am I going to be attacked? We're all attacked. Okay. 
So apparently it's it's a it's a top five list because we start with number five, Chardonnay. A mid-30s woman wanting to get a buzz while going while trashing on her suburban life. Fair. High maintenance middle-aged divorcee with two kids in private school, possibly on the prowl for a rich single man. I'd say that that's yeah, that that's what's that yeah. It doesn't seem that far out of line to me. What happened to four, three, and two? I don't know. It looks like we went straight to one. Oh, here's right, some. Well, we'll apparently, we're going to some of the best ones. All right, good. Gin and tonic. We'll talk your ear off, whether you like it or not. And after four drinks, we'll take someone, someone inappropriate home. You know what? You don't know me. All right. <laughs> Hang on. On average. On average, they are pleasant and have good taste, but they do tend to cry when they have too ma- have had too many. Okay, look, I, I'm just I'm not saying anything. I just I just want to say I don't think I don't think it's very nice of you to say things about me like that. Okay, and that- just last week he told that story about. Getting, uh, getting drunk. And that was on a gin and tonic. I was about to say, but that wasn't, but it totally was. Yeah. So vodka and Red Bull. It means you have to keep an eye on you through, I'll have to keep an eye on you throughout the night because you're about to act drunk and get, you're about to act drunk act and drunk high. And high, yeah. Okay. Fireball shots. I know a few of these people. Fireball shots equals (laughs) (laughs) underage first time drinker who can't wait to have an epic hangover story. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is this is me. I'll order a Stella. Stella Artois. Let's find out what kind of douchebag I am. The guys who (laughs) the guys who would try to push to the front of the queue and end their night out with a fight were always the guys who ordered a pint of Stella. No, I I don't necessarily try to push to the front of a line, although I will take every chance to get closer as I can. But <laughs> but I don't like to I don't like to fight. I'm I'm not a fighter. Are you a lover though? I am. I love my way all the way to the front of that line for a drink. <laughs> a Moscow mule. There's a 75% chance you're about to bitch about not being in a in a copper mug. And if it isn't one, you will likely steal it. Excellent. Sounds about right to me. I uh, I enjoy them. Many. My preferred is a Kentucky Mule. What? Okay. So, what is in a Moscow or a Kentucky Mule? It's not a drink that I personally. Have it's uh, it's a Moscow Mule is vodka, mm-hmm. ginger beer, mm-hmm. muddled lime, something. That's about it. Ice. That's about it. And yeah, it's served pretty in a good. copper, uh, yeah, right, copper but cup. Yeah, it's sounds you're supposed good. to have a, a really good bitey ginger beer. Right, right, yeah. Okay. It's very good, but so I prefer like not Canada Dry. So a Kentucky Mule substitutes the vodka bourbon for, the for vodka. bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Irish mules are good, but Kentucky mules are okay. sweet. Uh, can, bourbon's very sweet. Yes, but uh, yeah, I do enjoy a mule. Nice. So if you're drinking yeah, our better. A hurricane or sex on the beach. It's the twenty-year-old who slipped by because all of her friends are twenty-one and no one looked closely at the ID. 
or a boomer who rarely drinks, but they're on vacation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I drink that. It's called a Soissante Gaz. It is delicious. It's champagne and gin and a little simple syrup and lemon. It's so nice. You drink to forget, but in a fancy way. Exactly. You're all, all out of fucks. fucks, but you're making it fashion. Precisely. <laughs> and it's delicious and refreshing. Drinks with funny names. I work at a bourbon bar with an extensive wine list, and I only start getting sus. 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 Sus when someone what? orders. Are you not hip to the lingo of today's youth, Professor? Not at all. Sus. It comes from, uh, what's the game where you have to figure out the who? Uh, Among Us, from the game Among Us. Okay. You have to figure out who the killer is, and when you suspect somebody, uh. they are sus. So sus I only start getting sus when someone orders a drink with a goofy name like Sex on the Beach. It screams that they're under 21 and don't go out much. Mm-hmm. I used to order a purple hooter a lot, pretty often. <laughs> I used to order blowjobs in and out of bars. My buddy, my buddy's sister used to work at a real popular bar and we used to go in there all the time. And we'd drink all fucking night, just be retarded, and we'd get like a $15 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but one one night we're fucking we're just the whole table was we were drinking uh, a drink, which is a uh, Rumplemints and Jägermeister. Yikes! It is called a screaming Nazi, and uh, we just screamed our orders <laughs> every time we wanted more. We just yelled screaming Nazis. Wow! To bring them over. If, wow. if you go to the right bars, you can order your pur- purple hooter as a purple motherfucker, and they know what you're talking about. Nice. It's been a long time since I've had a blowjob. You and me both, honey. Yeah, that makes three of us. <laughs> Fruity beers is number nine on our list. Fruity beers are equal girls who want to impress their boyfriends but don't actually like beer. Wait a minute. I thought this was a top five list. How did we go from five to one to nine? Five was up at the top. I thought we were going to go five, four, three, two, one, but it just keeps going. Oh, the white Russian. See, I used to drink white Russians. My wife too. Uh, Is it? Do you make that with milk? uh, Or half and half? Or cream? Yeah. So what is it? It's milk, vodka, Kahlua, Kahlua, Kahlua. and half and half. Kahlua. Yeah. If you don't, it's either one you don't drink much, or uh, you have. Great taste in movies because nice. the dude abides. The dude, you drink a lot, and <laughs> and I need to give you what you want immediately, if not sooner. Nice mead, really? Yeah, and I, there's actually a place up this way you can do that. Uh, <laughs> there's a meadery not right around the corner from me. Oh my god, this is great! I've not been mead equals medieval medieval studies major. Refers to their Ren Faire costume as garb. <laughs> I've had what is called a mead. It was good. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had honey meads before. Malort. What the hell is Malort? I've never heard of it. Malort is, uh, it is a liqueur. It is known in the Chicago, Illinois area. And from what I, like, it is, one, it is, a, it is a test of male uh, aptitude to drink Malort. What does it taste like? 
I don't know. Has, I've heard it has the like aroma that. and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. Huh. <laughs> well, one of the questions is, why does Malort taste so bad? <laughs> well, we'll find out. Wormwood, a pe- bitter parasite. I'm going to give a shout-out to a, a band that came through. Uh, a friend of mine, his name is Nathaniel Lambert, Nathan Lambert. Nathan? But his his band Dead Zebra uh, came through from Chicago, and he every it's a apparently in you know, the winter time is a time to get malort. Yeah. And you know, like maybe they go out and they just they go out in the woods and they drink. Okay. Note to self: I'm not gonna say never go to Chicago, but if I go to Chicago, do not drink malort. Well, no, I, I, I might. Taste I would it. like to try it. I, yeah, I, just I just for curiosity's sake. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Indeed. All right. It it just means you don't give a fuck about life, let alone the bar. Sounds like right. vodka. Vodka is what every basic white person who thinks they're sophisticated <laughs> drinker orders. <laughs> uh, you know, I hate those fucking dudes that like only drink. Like, oh, Grey Goose. Like I don't. Actually, Grey Goose does not particularly good vodka. No, it's not. Well, it's not either spectacular. Either is Popov, so fuck you. No. <laughs> it's not. You know what was terrible, and everybody fucking was obsessed with it when I was in like high school. Zima. Absolute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not the worst fucking shit I ever tasted. There was one. Mm-hmm. There was a vodka that came on the market. So every, and it was dirt cheap when I found it. It, would, it had just hit the market, but it had done really well at a bunch of alcohol conventions. It's called Svedka. As, I've had it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, in my opinion, it blows absolute, which is the top shelf that it's under. It, I mean, it, it blows it out of the water. It's fantastic. It, it, it's a much better vodka. Yeah, the the one I don't actually drink vodka. My parents drink, or my mother I think drinks Kettle One, uh-huh. which is yeah, Kettle One is very good. But Kettle One is very good, very smooth. Yeah, yeah. Makes a good screwdriver for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what so else we got? This animal survived twenty four thousand years, frozen in the Siberian permafrost. Wow. Which to me says. This is it. A, go ahead. This has the makings of like an entire subset of the sci-fi genre that says this screams. This is a bad idea. Run like hell from it. Yeah. Don't thaw it this shit out. It is. Can survive just about everything. It is a. a what the heck is a rotifer? It's a deloid rotifer. Wow. Typically live in water environments and have an incredible, an incredible ability to survive. They sure as hell do. You know, found them in a frozen core sample extracted from the Siberian permafrost. Wow. Damn. So um, keep your eye over there towards Russia. This could go badly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're microscopic. They come what if, what, what if they sneak the into your fucking the they sneak into your brain driving. and take control and then turn you into a rabid zombie? <laughs> I was going to say, says the person who spent the last year and a half dodging the COVID virus. Uh, right? 
<laughs> I'm just digging shit up. Our, re yeah. our report is idea. the hardest proof as of today that multicellular animals could withstand tens of thousands of years in, in cryptobiosis. The state of almost being completely, uh, the state of almost completely arrested metabolism. You okay there, Professor? Yeah, I'm tripping over my tongue again. <laughs> Just wash the lips, can't do a thing with them. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. Earlier Grab research by the... <laughs> Just wash the lips, can't do a thing with them. And that's two. Earlier research by other groups had shown that the rotifers could survive up to 10 years when frozen. In a new study, the Russian researchers used radiocarbon dating to determine that the, the critters that they recovered from the permafrost, ground that is frozen year-round apart from a thin layer near the surface, were about 24,000 years old. Jinkies. So 10 years is nothing, huh? <laughs> Apparently, right? That's like five minutes. The coffee break for these guys. Right, so it, it looks like uh, stems of Antarctic moss have been successfully regrown from thousand-year-old samples, uh, recovered from ice for about yeah, 400 years. Yeah, but that's years. different. I mean, like, that's, yeah, that's really amazing. Uh, and they've, they've apparently found Arctic squirrels preserved for 32,000 years. I, I don't yeah. think that they brought the squirrel back to life. I don't think they life. were alive. Um, some simple worms called nematodes. Nematodes. That's a good name for a band. The nematodes. Ladies we and gentlemen. The nematodes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the really big shoe tonight, we've got the nematodes. <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. So and yeah. Extinct, extinct cave bears and mammoths have also been. Yeah, they, they haven't brought any of those back to life either. I think that's probably a good that's thing. That's probably a good plan, yeah. Let's, like, let's keep not bringing those back to life. Yeah, I mean, like, has no one seen that, that dinosaur movie? Jurassic Park? That's the one yeah. that's where the everything one. goes fucking sideways, and it doesn't yeah. matter how many times they remake it, it goes fucking sideways again. They just don't learn. It's like fucking communism. Exactly. <laughs> He says as we do the Russia story. Uh -huh. That's right. Nice segue, Matt. And that's just another story about the crazy microscopic animal who decided to come back to life. Did two different people send in the same story? They are, uh, yes. They are oh. not as charismatic as tardigrades. I only bring that up because you asked. Tardigrades are ugly. Apparently, they have a lot more charisma. Well, they better because, you know. Yeah. Right, you gotta make up for ugly something. girls got to be charming, you know. <laughs> they got to be funny or smart. You can't be fucking ugly and, and bitchy. No. Mm -mm. So, so after years of detecting landmines, this heroic rat is hanging up his sniffer. Aw. So, yeah. He I mean, earned it. You go, buddy. He's apparently, I, I, I actually saw a, a video story on him not that long ago. He's a... Um, a giant African rat. Whoa. And he was, it did, apparently didn't take him that long to get, for them to be trained. And he's been doing the work for about five years, but he's getting a little older now. Well, he yeah. can still do it. He's starting to slow down. So they're, they're, they're going to retire him. Um, <laughs> to the best of us. But they, he's found, I, I, I've, oh, it's I've seen he's still in good health though. So maybe he can like, you know, go like move to, Florida yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a place he can go. 
Yeah, the um, 4 p.m. dinner special and it know, was, hang out. He he got a medal last year, and uh, when they got when they did the they did a story on when he got his medal, and um, like they Is were it showing a very him, tiny medal that he wears on a little ribbon around his neck. No, I think they just they keep it in a box near him because it's like it would weigh him down. That's disappointing. But like, Can you imagine it all showed, the, like really disappointed Cambodians. Like the townspeople, they all come out to watch this. They're just waiting for like the fucking rat barbecue lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Knives and forks is just like he's a Tanzanian-born African giant rat. Yes, giant pouched rat. Pouched. I wonder if he's got a pouch like a kangaroo. At least his wife does. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, That's sexist. Hey, look, I don't, I don't make up how it works. You know what, though. <laughs> You could be a little more, a little more advanced than that, Michael. I think. Really? Yes. H- have you have you checked kangaroos for pouches on both sexes? Personally, I have not. Because I'll, I'll tell you what happens: you start reaching around down there on a male kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, but seahorses, seahorses, daddy seahorses. That's true. That's they, true. We weren't yeah. talking about fucking seahorses. You were talking about fucking kangaroos. But we were talking about. No, you know what? You we're talking you, about mammals with pouches. Hush. You hush. Let the grown-ups talk. We're talking about marsupials here. Ow. He has reached retirement age and is clearly starting to slow down. Aww. It's time. Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. With careful training. So is, is there like a, a little? intern rat who's going to like do the job in uh, his in his Well there's a, there's apparently a bunch behind that that have come up behind him. He was he was the one that kind of he was early on and and was uh He was like the pioneer. Yeah, he was, rat, he was very yeah. okay. Let's see. Even, right. at, even among his skilled cohorts yeah. working in Cambodia, Magawa is a standout sniffer. In 4 years, he has helped to clear more than 2.4 million square feet of land in the process. He has found 71 landmines and 38 items of unexploded ordnance. Damn. I think I know what my next tattoo is going to be. A giant African pouched rat? Yeah, a giant African pouched rat. Why not? It's the very first time in our 77-year history honoring animals that we have presented the medal to a rat, is what uh, PDSA Chair John Smith said during the proceedings when the, the... the UK charity PDSA gave Magawa his gold medal for life-saving work. So the world is indeed moving forward. We're seeing progress. I mean, as rats go, he's really not a bad-looking guy. No, he's not. And and rats he looks like the rat. Like if you ever look at the um, the rat from Charlotte's Web, mm-hmm. he looks you. more like that rat mm-hmm. than like a New York rat. He's a skinny mm-hmm. rat. He's not. Like if you go to New York, you see some fat fucking rats. And, and, yeah. and, and they're so. the size of house cats. They, they yeah, sit around and eat garbage. Yeah. He ain't fat. He's got a real long nose. He's cute. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of cute. And actually, and he's got like he's got like that his his back. He looks like a bruiser, doesn't he? I mm-hmm. mean, like he looks like like I, he looks tough. If I were a rat, I wouldn't fuck around with him. You know, he looks like he's got like some, some you know. It's like yo, I'm big enough to wear a harness and a leash. Yeah. <laughs> Stand back. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, rats rats don't have a problem with people, so they actually make good pets. Cool. I'm not gonna get a rat for a pet, but I, I was. And that brings us to inappropriate superlatives that 
prompted the recall of a California high school yearbook. Ventura High School tried to cover up the most likely to be canceled and most likely to get COVID twice labels with stickers. Nice. Distribution of the yearbook has been stopped when students found ways to remove them. That is that is definitely some high school level bullying right there. Yeah, and apparently it made it all the way to print. And you can see where somebody's pulled the stickers back so you can see it here. Uh, so yeah, I mean that. I, that just kind of sucks. I, mm-hmm. What I really don't like about it is it, it made it all the way to print. Yeah, that is the fault of the faculty advisor. Yeah. That person dropped the ball. That person either wasn't paying attention or had a... Or was completely overwhelmed and overworked like all teachers and had too much shit to do because they were required to accept late student assignments. And so something that they were supposed to have the entire marking period to grade... They had to do in two days. Oh, wait, sorry. Is that out loud? Potentially. Potentially. I'll, I'll, I'll give you or, that. Or, like, he thought it was funny. Mm, I mean, that's, unlikely. I, I was on the yearbook staff when I was in high school, and, and there, there were things in that, like, we sat down, and we'd get a look from across the table, like, um, why don't you just go ahead and retract that idea before I retract it for you sort of thing? Like, so, like, we we tried to stay within the lines and you know i it it's just odd to me that it especially in today's climate that somebody wasn't looking at this and saying that's probably just not the direction we should go yeah it's really unlikely that any teacher would have let that slide knowingly i'm guessing it may have been changed after somebody signed off on it also possible So apparently the French take their work-life balance so seriously that a woman got reported after she emailed after hours. They reported her to HR. Yeah, I saw this one. Fuck the the, frogs, man. uh, The French work no more than 35 hours per week, period, end of discussion. So this woman, apparently they, it happened twice. I think uh, the first one, I, I don't know if it was a phone call or an email she got in touch with a coworker and the coworker reported her to HR. Um, and she got what well, the, the nice part about it. Well, and then the second time is that she sent an email. They had a presentation the next morning at eight 30 and she sent an email at like 11 o'clock at night saying, Hey, have you got your stuff together? And got a second note from HR. <laughs> HR responded by saying, um, are you, are you okay? Like, are you, they sent her, I think, unless I'm mistaken, they sent her a gift card to, like, a movie theater. Because the French are really serious about, like, <laughs> work is work, and the rest of your life is the rest of your life. And do not, we are do going not to... mix the two of them up. The French are lazy. That's a point no, of story. We're, no, we're they off. have a very clear work-life balance. They don't have the American Puritan work ethic. <laughs> that's true. They do that's not. Why they, that's why they lose world wars. You know. Why are we having um, a bail the, the the French were our allies. Um, but wait, there was something I wanted to add to that. HR movies. Damn, it's gone. The yeah, Prime Minister they of were France actually got slapped cons- at the Tour of France. Did you know that? They, they were actually concerned about her well-being, encouraging her to take up hobby, hobbies like yoga. There, gave her movie tickets to help get a life outside of work. 
Yeah, the French are very, very serious about their leisure time. Wow. Yeah. Maybe they could be a superpower if they took life seriously. <laughs> yeah, but how's that working out for you, Maddie? America. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over and, and go to a, a local story just because I actually had this conversation with uh with somebody the other day and just the the very next day we found that it ended up being the case. Where did it go? Here it is. Man with Decades-long criminal history eyed in five murders, including Duncan Worker and his mother. So, uh, last... That's a poorly written headline. Was it the Duncan Worker's mother or the criminal's mother? The criminal's mother, I believe. Yeah, that's a poorly written headline. Yeah. Um, Keith Gibson, 39, is under arrest in Delaware for allegedly pistol-whipping a Rite Aid worker during a robbery. Uh, he's implicated in the shooting death of Christine Lugo during a robbery in North Philadelphia, Duncan. Um, they're also investigating whether Gibson, who was on probation in Delaware, killed a cell phone store clerk, his mother, and two other men in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I, this this guy's no good. Uh, and it, it's funny because I was talking to a guy the other day before this story broke. He said, hey, man, did you see that thing up in Philly where they, the guy went and robbed the Duncan, and it was the manager just as she was trying to open, and she did everything she was supposed to. She gave him the money, and he shot her anyway. I said, yeah, man, that was sad. He said, do you know that that's the same thing that happened to that to the cell phone store clerk? She was trying to close. He went in and asked for the money, and she did everything she was supposed to, and he shot her and left. I said, I, I guess. He said, I, he said, you watch. I bet it's the same guy. Wow. And like this morning when this story broke, I, I turned around and uh, I sent the guy a note. I said, you know, we just talked about this yesterday. And it turns out one of my guys, his, his daughter was actually on the, uh, on the Rite Aid response. She, she works uh, on a ambulance crew. And wow. he said she was really upset because it looked like the guy was going to be okay, and then they got word that he didn't make it. This guy's bad I saw, news. No, I saw that uh, one news outlet was calling him a serial killer. It it has been noted because there's so many uh, so many killings uh, that stack up, and they're also uh, he he's sort of got an mo together, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it, it seems like the robbery is not that big of a deal to him. It's, it's handy to have the money, but the robbery is really just a convenient way to get close enough to kill somebody, which is what this guy apparently gets off on. Wow. Yeah. And I saw another report that he had a heart attack. Who, this while, guy? Yeah, while pistol whipping the Rite Aid employee. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I, I maybe, but, um, I haven't. But I was. I, I didn't know if that's how they. You know, I, I didn't know if we had any more information uh, on that. Pistol whipped clerk. No, it doesn't indicate anything about a heart attack. Uh, his mother was found shot to death in February of this year in Philadelphia at her place of work. Uh, they did not find any spent shell casings or a gun. Nor there was. Nor was there video of the suspect in that case. 
similarly, two men were shot dead in a store in the city's Germantown neighborhood in January, but and but police did not recover a gun. It said there's still questions that remain unanswered in the slayings, but it's certainly on our list of cases that we're looking at with regard to his possible involvement. So it it really seems like this guy's mo is to to go in as as he you know present as a a robber and then kill you just because. That's terrifying. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, and if in fact he does turn out to be confirmed as as a serial killer, it, it, it's going to be odd because he's got the one thing that most serial killers do not. Melanin. That's it. He's a black dude. Most of the time, no. That's well. Uh, remember the DC snipers? They were, uh, they yeah. Were but it, oh, I, that's right. They, and there's been, I mean, there've been a couple others. It's not very common. It's more common uh, for white men to, um, you know, do the weird, like eat eat the dick. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, we were talking about it at work today, and my my guys were saying, you know. If, if you give me a list of crimes and a list of people, I can match the black guys to all the cheap bullshit. And then the white people go and the white people do, do the weird shit. And yeah, pretty much, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of the way it rolls. And, uh, you know, so um, as a teacher, we've had a number of, you know, I mean, now in addition to fire drills and whatever else, we also have lockdown drills. Um, and at one point we had a drill and I don't think it was planned. Um, you know, because some of them are scheduled. We know in advance when they're going to happen, and some of them are surprises. So this one was a surprise, and we were trying to figure out if if it was a drill or an actual event. And one of my colleagues said, yeah, I'm just looking around for the weird, awkward little white kid because he's the one I'm going to be scared of. And I was like, yeah, it's it, kind of an inappropriate thing to say at the time, but it's not exactly bad advice. No, it's not. <laughs> and I, I did have, at least I remember one particular weird, awkward little white kid in my class, and I was looking around for him like, fuck. Where, where is it? <laughs> Why did you interrupt in attendance? Damn it. <laughs> I could have known whether he was here or not. <laughs> he probably grew up to be a Spanish porn actor. Apparently, he was a uh, Spanish porn actor has been arrested over a fatal toad venom ceremony. Photographer died after a ritual involving toad venom in Spanish in a Spanish town in 2019. I hate when that happens. Spanish police have arrested three people, including a well-known pornographic actor in connection with the death of a photographer who is thought to have died after inhaling toad venom during a shamanic ceremony. Shamanic. Uh, the Guardia Civil did not name those detained, but the the fatal ceremony, which took place in the Valencian town of Anguera in July of 2019, allegedly involved the Spanish porn actor Nacho Vidal. Nacho's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Okay. And resulted in the death of a fashion photographer, Jose Luis Abad. In a statement, the force said that the two men and a woman aged from 35 to 50 had been arrested on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter and violating public health laws. So I don't know exactly what a toad venom ceremony is all about, but that just <laughs> does not seem like a good idea. It does not sound like a good idea. Ain't hey, nothing about it sounds like a good idea to me. What's the, uh, there's that, Osh 
Oshkosh, Bagosh. No, it's they're, not they're, 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 they're overalls for little kids. No, it's not Ashwagandha. It's not Oshkosh, Bagosh, for Christ's sake. Um, I forget. It's, the, it's like this hallucinogenic fucking stew that people make and they go on journeys. But I guess it's kind of, maybe that's what this is. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I thought, um, I saw a meme that had the, the headline and I, I just, it's one of those things where sometimes you don't necessarily know if something is true. And when I looked this up, it was true. And uh-huh. I was surprised at that. So I shared it. Now I'm realizing it's a year old. But uh, I just, I thought it was a funny collection of, of words. Yeah, I mean, that's, it, it's definitely different. Right. You don't see those words strung together all the time. You know? He also, the, the porn actor, also sells uh, penis-shaped candles. Oh, well. And advertises them on his Instagram. Well, you know, it's really important to have multiple lines of work, I think. You know, he's, he's an entrepreneur, really. Yeah. 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 Good on him. Except Absolutely. for the killing somebody. And it wasn't on purpose. Well, and, I mean, yeah. And the toad venom uh, apparently contains a psychedelic substance known as 5-MeO-DMT, uh, what medical researchers are saying could be a possible treatment for depression and anxiety. And yeah. now, I, I've heard of the DMT thing, and apparently uh, if it's done the right way, it's supposed to be a wonderful experience. Uh, well, so these folks may have died, but they died happy, right? Uh, and isn't that all any of us can ask? Possibly, for? yeah. Um, yeah. My understanding is the DMT the it literally lasts seconds, but if you're in the right headspace and you do it right, your experience tends to seem like it was is much longer. Right, and if somebody if you die during those five seconds, then you know you're quite <laughs> happy. Good. So. I think DMT is what's released in your brain for the five seconds after you die. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. So. All right. So. That's about, unless there's anything that I missed that you want me to run back to. Um, I think that was all the heavier hitting stories that we had. All right. Well, we shit, right. On, we shit on Hunter Biden, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, did. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah we, we uh, made sex to a masturbation jokes about the doctor in the back of the pickup truck. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so check that one off the mm-hmm. list. Yeah, it, uh, a lot of our racist humor would have been funnier if Stanley were here. It's right, true. right. But we did have some good pedophilia jokes. We did. We did. We did. Well, not good we ones. Did. No. Just, no, there really are no good pedophilia jokes. Just right. ones. Well, then what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to tease Smacked Ass Sports because Smacked Ass Sports is up right after this. And then after Smacked Ass Sports, we will rejoin and do our wrap up and be out of here. Sounds good. All Thanks. right. So I need to get my buttons up. There we go. Ladies and That's gentlemen. That's what I said when I was getting into the truck. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Media Virus Podcast. Here on the Media Virus Podcast Network, we can be reached. We are the infection team at 1-646-VIRUS-01. That's 1-646-VIRUS-01. We'll be right back. I like that outro. I do. Now it's time for Smacked Ass Sports on the Media Virus Podcast. Oh, no. yeah, 
but he is certainly Mr. Smooth. We've Here's your crack sports reporter, Smack Jackson. Not sure who's this. Media Virus Podcast. I missed them last week too. Okay, well, you know, I'm calling in over 200 of these things. I got to miss one now and then. All right, Media Virus Podcast, people. Smack Jackson here, talking about sports with you, or at least my version of sports. A couple things I want to get into this week. First of all, I'm proud to say I didn't watch one single play of NBA basketball this year, but I'm also proud to report that LeBron James is knocked out of the playoffs for the Los Angeles Lakers. The whole team is out. Apparently he bitched out and quit. They got swept. And good for him. And good for America, too. Because, after all, he is uh, basically a Chinese basketball player. In fact, the NBA should be called the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association, because they take all their money from them. And uh, he was crying and shit after the game. You know, poor, oppressed millionaire that he is. Probably blamed it on uh, white people. Next up, you know how I am really not a big fan of sports these days for a lot of reasons. Uh, so I was trying to find something because, I mean, I like sports. I want to watch sports. I want to follow something. So I happened to watch the Olympic channel. Uh, Joe, this is the one that's going to cut me off here in a minute, isn't it? Joe, tell me, uh, fuck. All right. Well, I'll just have to fucking call them back again when that happens, I guess, like last time. All right. So I watched the Olympic channel. It caught my attention because there was chicks wrestling. Now, I was hoping to get my groove on a little bit as I was watching, you know what I'm saying? But that didn't really happen. Uh, and what you might not know is that Smack Jackson here wrestled when uh, he was in high school, right? And there wasn't a lot of female wrestlers back then, but whenever there was, other dudes would, like, have this hard time wrestling a chick. They were, uh, they were like, all afraid to touch the women or the girls that they were wrestling. Not Smack Jackson, though. You know what, Joe? They're going to fucking cut me off right here. I'm going to hang up right now and call back. Let's fucking do that. This way, it'll save me a little bit of aggravation getting cut off in the middle of my sentence. All right, we're back. So I'm talking about dudes wrestling chicks back in the day. So a lot of the other dudes... They didn't want to. They didn't want to wrestle the girls, right? They're all afraid. That's what tells me that wrestling is gay, right? But not Smack Jackson, man. I had a couple patented moves: a Titanic titty tug. That was my number one move. I would grab the titties first. That's the first thing I grabbed. I wouldn't shoot a leg. I wouldn't do a fucking chicken wing. I did the Titanic titty tug. That was it. And let me tell you. As soon as we got down on the ground, it was smack in the crack, baby. That was what we called me shooting the crotch. Oh, yeah. Those were the good old days. Those were the fun days. Not as much fun watching two chicks do it, and, and none of them were hot at all. 
you know. They probably weren't cheating, so that was good. So I might follow that a little bit more. I never know. Maybe get lucky. Third thing is about how easily these pussies in Major League Baseball get injured and miss time. The team that I root for has 17 guys on the injured list. They call it the injured list now. I think we talked about this. It's the disabled list that they now call the injured list because Major League Baseball is all fucking woke. But anyway, they don't make men like they used to. Back in 1919, there was a dude who was pitching for the Cleveland Indians, and he got fucking struck by lightning with two outs in the eighth inning when he was pitching. Knocked his ass out for five minutes. They woke him up. And he finished the fucking game. That's right. Struck by lightning. Now, technically, that struck in the head, but it was close. Like, hit the field. A lot of people felt it. But it knocked this bitch out, and he finished the game. That was 100 years ago. You would think that we would be tougher now, but we aren't. So here's my message, all you Smack Jackson sports fans. Let's toughen up. Let's toughen up. Physically, emotionally, and mentally. That's my report. Smack Jackson, out. And we're back. That was Smackdass Sports from SmackdassSports.com. Smack Jackson giving us his take on sports today. So, what do we learn tonight? Uh, well, we've, we've learned that uh, Hunter Biden uh, does not even consider his actions whatsoever. Well, I mean, no, he, we learned that he his pet name for his lawyer is Ninja, right? Ninja, yes. Ninja. No, that, was right that, that, that did come right. to yeah. bear. That did come yeah. to bear. Yeah, and, okay. and we learned uh, about about um, uh, great places to masturbate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Back of a pickup truck. But but definitely the one with the, with the, the cab. Yeah, the four-door, the, the crew cab. Yeah, yeah. yeah the four-door. Yeah, you got to yeah. get the, 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 the 2021 Chevrolet, Chevrolet Silverado. Yes. Okay, got crew it. Crew cab. Got it. Product endorsement right there. That's you should right. call Where's Chevy it? and ask them for a little little cut, a kickback. Yeah, well, and uh, hear it, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, and we learned what else did we learn? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, sometimes it gets hard. Yeah, that's what she said. Budding. <laughs> All right. So what do we got next week, guys? Next week we have our friend, the Scorpion Goddess. Woohoo! Coming to do Tipsy Tarot here on the Media Virus Podcast. Tipsy Tarot, our monthly segment with Juliet. Yes. Juliet. Yes, yes. Always Very a pleasure exciting. to have her here. Everett. Yes. That's right. All right, gentlemen. Well, I hope you have an awesome week. I will see you next. All right, go bring us home, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Media Virus Podcast here on the Media Virus Podcast Network. I am Professor Mike Leptoris. On behalf of Matty Rockdeff and the Doctor, please join us again next week. This has been the Media Virus Podcast. Peace. Okay. And we're clear. <laughs>